All right, hello and welcome to the 52nd episode of the Killing Time podcast. My name is Arch Grieve and I'm your host, coming at you as always from Dayton, Ohio during the coronavirus pandemic. And I'm uh, excited today because we have um, a episode that is going to continue a theme that I've had recently of inviting people on who are fellow podcasters. And I should say this is May 10th, it's Mother's Day. I've talked to three people today, including my mom, and now I'm going to have a fourth interview. So really, uh, we're getting a lot of them in over the weekend here. So my guest today on the podcast for this episode is James Richard Lane. Now, he's a fellow podcaster, and he's also an FM radio host in Denver at KUVO Colorado, 92.9 FM slash 89.3 HD3 local. Um, his podcast focuses on music, and he's also a musician. Uh, the name of his band and his podcast is The Shady Experience. So let's give him a call and see what's going on with him. <clears throat> Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm good. So, uh, what's uh, going on out there in Colorado? In Colorado, it's like a really sunny day, but what's kind of funny is it was freezing cold yesterday. Oh, really? And that's just how the weather works here. We get like all four seasons in one week, sometimes in one day. Nice. Okay. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun because uh, you get to change your outfit. Like every few hours, basically. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, I gotta say, Ohio is kind of like that too. And it, it was like super nice, and then um, it was like freezing yesterday, and uh, today it's like rainy, and so it's just changing a lot. But yeah, so all the all the seasons <clears throat> in Ohio as well. Nice. Good to know. Yeah. So well, let's let's start off talking about your your day job, which I mentioned. Uh, in the intro is you're a radio host at KUVO Colorado. So tell us about what that looked like both pre and post pandemic. Yeah, so for sure. So um, pre pandemic, um, a lot of fun and it's still a lot of fun. Um, there's definitely some differences. So I am a radio host, yep, at 92.9 FM, Denver of the Media, and then 89.3 HD3, which is going to be Kubo, uh, Kubo's channel, and that's their local channel, which can be found mm. through uh, NPR's uh, Colorado sections of website. Oh, and cool. um, what's what's interesting about it is, is that, you know, we're really catering to everything local so all the local music if you were curious of what uh colorado has to offer um it's a lot more than just uh singer songwriter there's definitely a lot of experimental and punk and uh, hip-hop and just jazz and everything in between it's it's really solid stuff and i have been djing there and just doing uh, my radio show since September of 2019 and it was great you know we had a lot of listeners um, a lot of people kind of uh, uh, being interactive with us whether it's on social media coming to our fundraising events etc and then uh, come this pandemic unfortunately a lot has changed such as our DJ's hours so our DJ's aren't really um able to come in anymore uh the studio is really quiet uh because of this pandemic and i've gotten to um dj a couple of times since then which has been exciting uh but yeah just everything is kind of lacking and not that many people are really driving around either so fair to say that where our listenership has uh definitely declined a little bit as well well, tell me about your show there. What What is the show? Yeah, so it's kind of a, just a local show um, that I host. And basically, once again, just kind of catering to the local musicians of Colorado of all types of genres. And I also cover uh, concerts and festivals. <clears throat> so I submit uh, booking requests and uh, press request uh, to go to different concerts and festivals around uh, oh, wow. around the U.S. And, That's uh, got to be a really cool perk of the job. 
It is amazing. It's absolutely <laughs> incredible. Have you heard of uh, Meow Wolf? I don't think so. Oh, you'll definitely hear of it. And anyone that's listening will hear of it soon. Uh, so basically, Meow Wolf is kind of like this fun house art installation. Um, it's mm. massive. And it's for everybody, but I guess in theory it would be a, an adult fun house because it's very, very abstract. It's mm-hmm. like some real creative, unique art inside of Meow Wolf. And uh, they have the location in Santa Fe, and it's generated so much income and so much support that they decided to start hosting uh, the Meow Wolf Music Festival, which is in Taos, New Mexico. So I got to go down there last uh, fall and camp out and like, get to see all these like really good artists like Flying Lotus and Reggie Watts and... Um, I mean, you name it. There were so many great musicians there. And I got to cover all of this as part of my work. And I'm getting to stay at camp there for free. I'm getting to go to the festival for free. I took a friend with me. And we're just having, like, the best experience ever. And I'm thinking, like, dude, this is all because I have this, you know, really awesome job that i'm super like grateful for honestly yeah, like man. i can't yeah, imagine that's like you're, you've got my dream job it sounds like that's amazing <laughs> yeah are you into broadcasting as well i mean besides the podcast oh just the podcast really but i um i did i love npr though and i i did teach journalism at a school for a couple of years so I, oh, cool. I love um I, I love that so um that's just really <laughs> awesome that you've got that yeah, and so, you know, hopefully this is some motivation and inspiration for anybody that's listening right now. Yeah. Um, anybody can really do this. I mean, I was hosting these monthly music showcases at the Baltimore Hostel, so I was heavily involved in the music scene, and then I moved out to Denver to try to, um, you know, finish school and just uh, pursue different endeavors. And I wanted to get immersed within the scene here, and I wasn't sure how I was going to, coming from, like, all these crazy shows that I was hosting in the hostel to coming out here. And I was like, okay, what can I make happen? So I made this flyer that read, hello, reader, I'm interested in working for you. My background's in marketing, but my passion's in entertainment. If you have work for me, please email me at... And I hung those flyers up all around the city. And I got several emails from several different people about several different things. And one of them that really stuck out was this local college radio station was looking for DJs. And they asked if I had any experience within that. And I was on my friend's, like, radio show in, like, Drexel in Philadelphia, like, a couple of times, but nothing, like, really that serious, and they invited me in for an interview, I came in, um, I started DJing for this college radio station, and um, I just put together a portfolio and applied to where I'm at now, and now I'm over at uh, Denver Media with Kubo's 89.3 HD3, so it's it's pretty awesome. awesome. I, uh, that's an amazing way to get a job. Uh, it sounds like, and I, I can't imagine someone doing that in normal times, let alone now with uh, the way the economy is, but that's yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The economy has definitely sunk a little bit. I could only imagine what it's like in Ohio as well. Yeah. It's not great. Um, I, I do a thing like normally by day I'm a mediator, but, um, I do a thing on weekends or I did before the pandemic where I'm a bartender just like super okay. part time, and um, yeah, it's just, they laid me off that job. So yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, so it sounds like you've done a little bit of transitioning too to different like exciting and cool stuff from I guess journalism to mediator to bartender. I mean. It's a, it's a cool path, yeah. I guess. A little bit unique. Yeah, and I was a, a teacher, actually. So um, then okay. I started volunteering as a, a mediator at the local mediation center here in town. And they ended up needing somebody full-time, and I applied and got it. And I've been doing that for the last two years. So, yeah, definitely See, that, a transition. That is how it works, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think that um, if you volunteer and show commitment, like, you can make so many things become a reality honestly yeah like, absolutely well so um 
you know, we met through a podcast group actually, and you do a podcast too called The Shaky Experience. And I got to listen to an episode the other day that I really enjoyed and got me turned on to a new band. So tell me a little bit about that podcast and what that's all about. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a pleasure to see <laughs> you make that post, uh, just inviting like others to come on your show and kind of discuss like their work and I, it looked like you got a heavy response yeah, which is <laughs> pretty awesome honestly yeah. and like just the you know the fact of like your the name of your podcast like just really I feel like resonates with so many people so I wouldn't be surprised if your listenership just skyrocketed uh, well, let's hope I don't know we'll see <laughs> but yeah, in regards to my podcast, um, so I was doing the show at that local college radio station, Met Radio at MSU Denver, and I decided to just interview local community members, bands, councilmen, business owners, um, whatever, and I was just you know, putting out the word, just trying to really get people uh, to come on and tell their story because everyone has a story and to just really be able to dissect it and like really uh, do your job as a podcaster or as a host and try to find the most juiciest parts is what really I think is like the most thrilling part of uh, all of this. So I... Yeah, I I was doing that. I started that in May 2000. Um, I want to say it was May 2017, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, May t- yeah May 2017, and I had 60 plus episodes. Most of those episodes, like more than the majority of them, are on Mixcloud, and basically uh, that's kind of like a knockoff of SoundCloud, and that's where Met Radio hosts most of their content. Um, okay. And I have since, uh, uh, within the beginning of this year, January, decided to utilize the Anchor app and basically host my content uh, on Spotify, Apple, and everything <clears throat> like that. And I have four episodes up on the Anchor app right now. I interviewed 2020 Grammy nominee yacht four days before they were at the nominees so that was pretty cool that's amazing (laughs) yeah so that was a fun experience um let's see who else mux mule which he is um part of uh he's collaborated with ghostly international which is responsible for a lot of adult swims background tracks so if you ever yeah so if you ever see adult swims like uh schedule lineup and they have like the sounds in the back that could be him it might be uh so i i interviewed him um i had this band optic nerd which they're a local act out here in denver and then as well as my most recent guest was telepop music and uh they have this hit song called breathe which played in like every single car commercial for like three <laughs> years straight <laughs> so they they rose uh, in a lot of fame from that, and um, yeah, I you know I really still try to uh, cater to a lot of the local artists, business owners, local po- politicians, but um, I'm now starting to really reach out to touring musicians as well because I noticed that a lot of the times, um, you know, people really want to hear their stories and uh, to get them on the phone for an hour just to really discuss like some like I don't know their favorite moments on tour or something like that you know I think that would be exciting for a lot of uh listeners absolutely um well so tell me I guess a little bit more about now the band of uh you know the shaggy experience (laughs) yeah sure yeah 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 so basically um it is a little confusing because uh, the name of my podcast is The Shaky Experience, and then my band's name is The Shaky Experience. And the podcast, um, so I should just say, the name derives from my hands. I have a hereditary tremor. My mom had it. My grandfather had it. And it's just where my hands are a little shaky. Um, You know, it's, it's pretty regular it's nothing that big of a deal and uh we created the band name from there we started in 2010 uh we're still rocking and rolling we have three albums out one ep and uh yeah we're kind of like a art punk 
uh, thrash noise rock band. Um, we're pretty like pretty wild. Um, a lot of people have like compared our most recent single, which is called Earthquake Hands, to uh, maybe like Black Flag or something like that. So if you're into like the punk hey, rock, I'm style, sorry. Can I can I interrupt you for one second? Absolutely. Yeah, I um, I see smoke coming from a house, and I am not sure why it is. Um, can I call you right back? Yeah, sure, absolutely, no problem. <laughs> All good. All right, okay, bye. Hello. Hey, you there still? <laughs> yeah, no problem. What happened exactly? <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. Uh, I uh, was looking at my house, and there was all this smoke coming off of it, and I was like, what is that? Oh, and so um, I think, though, what it actually is is that the um, house was really hot and we just had it rain uh, I think smoke was coming off of it or something oh, okay, and it freaked enough. me out though because it looked like fire smoke like it was that much so I was oh, I was thrown yeah. off so I'm really sorry about that no that's totally okay yeah that is actually a really interesting story though yeah so anyways uh, you were telling me about your band please uh, continue yeah sure no problem <laughs> um, or maybe the interview was just so hot, you know, like we were just like exactly. in the house. Um, okay. <laughs> so basically, um, <clears throat> yeah, started in 2010. We're still rock and rolling. Um, three albums, one EP. We're releasing a new album this uh, July. It's going to be called More Famous Than Food. Um, it's kind of like a reference to like a joke we had years ago about like how uh, some artists like portray their bands to be like this like really top-notch huge deal when you know like all in all a lot of times um music is just kind of like a fun project to be a part of so we're, we're kind of like picking fun at it a little bit um but yeah we released the we released the first single from the new album april 1st it's called earthquake hands um it has a very punk aesthetic to it very like art punk like thrash noise rock um it's pretty cool we're releasing a new single our second single from the album um on uh this wednesday this upcoming wednesday which is going to be may 13th and uh that's going to be called 1989 daydream we're pumped for that and yeah we've just been at it for a while um we're we were kind of like two young guys in our early 20s like i think we were both 20 when we started the band and <laughs> it's just more of a project of friendship and just mm -hmm. kind of like continuing this like momentum and we've played shows in like philly and dc and baltimore of course and denver and our album release show is going to be in hawaii oahu in particular oh, um that's cool. and yeah that's because that's where my drummer lives now he's kind of like he kind of has like a van and lives out of a van in like <laughs> hawaii yeah. um, down by a river or? yeah right cool. it's down by a river yeah <laughs> down by this beautiful water front of the pacific ocean oh, wow. um I could handle but yeah that. He, yeah, so he's like, he's doing his thing. Um, it's a pretty nice band, and like, he's in touch with this uh, cool art collective out in the Waikiki, Honolulu area. And they invited us to play a show, uh, our album release show out there. So we're pretty pumped for that. Um, nice. It sh should be an amazing experience. I mean, it's funny how like things transition like that, though. Like, I don't know if you were ever in like, you know, like a punk rock band or rock and roll band, but like, you know, going from your early 20s of just like drinking beers and then playing these shows and going wild and being chaotic to like kind of now I'm 30 years old. It's like 10 years later and um, being more relaxed and just being like, all right, we just played a show party for a little bit, but I'm ready to go home. No, I was uh, I was in a band, but I was pretty uh, I was pretty young at the time, and I was not really a partier, so uh, I was pretty boring, really. But uh, it's it probably was, for the best. Uh, who knows? So yeah, what style? What what was your genre? Oh man, it's really hard to describe. It was just this kind of acoustic rock band that I think okay. some of our influences like were Jack Johnson and Dave Matthews Band, and um, you know people sure. like that. So. Yeah, you mentioned mm -hmm. Guided by Voices yesterday. 
Yeah, and uh, did you happen to take a listen to anybody? Of the, I listen. I forget what song I listened to, but I I do dig it. Um, it's it's interesting. It's like not my favorite style of music, but sure. like I totally respect it for like what it is. Yeah. I mean, they've been around for like for a really long time and just oh, yeah. had like a really prominent history within like music and kind of like. I, they like they're so like famous, I guess, but also kind of it almost feels sort of underground at the same time. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I mentioned it to so many people, and they're like, "Who?" And so it's you know, there's so few people I feel like who have heard about it, but then you know, like the people who have are like you know so into it, and like they're such huge fans. Yeah, is that like your typical go-to style? Like kind of this like You know, no, I would not say that my music interests are pretty diverse. Like I um I really like recently been getting into bluegrass quite a bit. Fair enough. Um I love jazz. Um you know, so um yeah, they're, they're pretty diverse interests. How is uh, Ohio's music scene out there? Uh, you know what? I'm really a terrible person to ask because I'm not a great... I don't go to too many shows, to be honest. So okay. uh, I'm not a huge music guy Like in terms of going to shows. I do love live performance, but um, I typically don't just go to a lot of concerts, I guess. But okay. yeah, we do have like that. the Oregon District in Dayton, um, and there's quite a few. Uh, I have been to some shows there, I guess, and uh, there's quite a few of them that go on. Um, and there's, there's a lot of good artists locally. Um, so, um, every, one of the things too, I really like going to is every, I think it's Wednesday night at this one bar, they have like a, just a bluegrass jam session. And I, I've actually gone there and played like mandolin or guitar sometimes. Whoa. Interesting. Mandolin must be pretty cool. Yeah. I love it. It's got such a cool sound. That's awesome. Yeah. My, it's funny you mention that because, like, my drummer and I, when we were first uh, starting off, like, we were, like, really new to our instruments. I mm. mean, we barely knew how to play, but we somehow, like, put together this album, and we are like, screw it, let's just make this happen. So I was on, I'm on guitar, and it was on guitar and vocals and him on drums, and we're just kind of like this, like crazy like noise rock duo punk rock theme and we we transitioned so much by learning how to play our instruments better <laughs> over time yeah. like if you go from our early like catalog um to where we are now even like you'll be able to find like our stuff on um Bandcamp. so for example the shaky experience Bandcamp. um okay. all of our albums are over there and just the comparison and evolution within sound is like beyond amazing in my opinion. Cause yeah. I'm just like, wait, I really sucked that bad back then. And now I'm like, <laughs> I'm actually pretty good. Like I would listen to this. I mean, I'm biased cause I'm the one writing it, right, but right. screw it. Like I'll listen to it. Do you feel the same where you're like kind of, uh, you know, in your early days of playing music to that acoustic band that you're mentioning to this new bluegrass era have you seen a transition within your sound oh yeah for sure i think and uh i i don't know um i didn't play as much really the interesting thing for me has been changing instruments because i started off as a drummer and now i'm playing oh, like guitar okay. and mandolin and stuff and trying to get more into that side of the music thing and i've actually been trying to write some of my own stuff and so just recently, actually, got back in touch with the guy that's that I used to be in the band with, and we're starting to maybe write some stuff again, and maybe try to get to recording again. So I was gonna actually ask you, you know, if uh, you got any uh, advice um, for uh, us getting back together, because it's been like fifteen <laughs> years now. Yeah, or so. <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say make sure you bring lots of um, snacks that you know that you both like. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so, I don't know. For example, um, Tom and I both really enjoy sweets. I mean, mm -hmm. like, my number one vice is sweets. And uh, I, I know we, we share a love for Twizzlers. So whenever we were recording, we'd make sure that we'd have, like, 
some local cheap beer, some Twizzlers, <laughs> and like whenever we would have some maybe like a dispute in our recording session where we would disagree, uh, we would just eat some Twizzlers, drink these beers, and then continue to make the drive happen of making our music. Um, nice. But all seriousness, though, I'd probably say, um, yeah, I would imagine like. Are you more improvised or are you kind of like you guys have like structure and the songs are already like in tunes and stuff? Uh, I would say more improvised, especially me on drums, but uh, them too, I think, to some extent. It's just bass and guitar. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, I mean, in that case, like, as long as you have an idea of where you're going and like a relatively like decent friendship like i feel like you should be set honestly like yeah it sounds like a fun time what's the name of the project um well it's called benny lip and the dcb uh so yeah that's um the name of the guy that that's the front man for the band um and then the danny cancino band is what the dcb stands for so i'm the only other member of the dcb so clearly, my you know importance within the band structure is not uh, the highest. <laughs> but. Oh man, you need to talk to your board of directors. Man. Yeah, I know. You need to like you know submit an appeal and really try do. to get the request going. Well, so um, anyways, in addition to all that, you've been a pretty pretty busy guy. I understand because um, you've been to all fifty states, right? I have. Yeah. What what uh, what drove you to do that, and what? Maybe, what one do you think is your favorite one to visit? Ooh, so I would say that I actually uh, started doing that in 2008. It was the first time I ever traveled. I went from Baltimore to New York City around like 4 in the morning with my best friend. And it was just two 18-year-olds just like winging it and just being like, why not? And we had, like, such an amazing experience walking around the city for endless hours. And then we stayed with this girl that we kind of knew, but not really. It was, like, through a friend of a friend. So it was kind of like like one of these, like, strange situations where we were like, you know what? We're just going to make everything work. Like, just because we're 18 and (laughs) this is, like, the time of our lives. So we stayed with this girl, and I just remember we were, like, drinking and partying all night um, and having, like, this, like, amazing experience. And we came back to Baltimore, and we are like, wow, we we want to do this more. Like, we're, like, our adrenaline is rushing, and we're, mm-hmm. like, fiending for just, like, more experiences like this. So I remember his dad... Um, was gonna drive down to Miami to like purchase like a motorcycle or something. So we drove down to um, Miami with him and then we were out on the beach for like a weekend and that was amazing. And ever since then, you know, it really became like a big part of my life, just really yeah. uh, going to like all these like spots that we'd pick out we'd pick out different destinations like go to new orleans uh go to chicago and boston and do all these like really rad things that i never thought i'd have the chance to do i mean i kind of grew up in a more impoverished um neighborhood and i i was like definitely pretty lower class uh growing up so Mm. for me to like experience like these really exciting things that I guess would be considered vacations to other people and for us these were more just like road trips or like moments of uh, spontaneity and like just uh, really thrive on that vibe Um, yeah so that's kind of how that started and also I would say like my favorite places are um, I I love my hometowns at Baltimore Yeah, I love Santa Fe. Um, that's a really cool place. Um, you, oh, you've been? Yeah, um, yeah, that's a cool place to go for sure. Oh, cool. What uh, what brought you to Santa Fe? Just out of curiosity. 
we were visiting some friends who had moved out there. So um, they they were in Albuquerque, but we drove up uh, or down. I'm not sure to wherever Santa Fe is. So yeah, okay, that sounds cool. Nice. Did you guys uh, just kind of get to explore like the town center and everything? Yeah, that was pretty much all we did. Um, but it was pretty cool. Um, I, I haven't seen that much of the uh, country, though, to be honest. I, I've gone some places internationally, but I need to get more places within the country. Oh, okay. Where, uh, where's been some of your favorite spots internationally? Uh, my favorite of all time is definitely Bosnia-Herzegovina. And uh, I just love, oh, wow. it. I love it there. So I would definitely recommend to anyone that they should visit. So. Okay, is the is it like the culture or what? What about it? Like yeah, definitely the culture, the food, the country's beautiful. The people are just really friendly. Um, so just everything about it, I just love. So I'm I'm on the Dayton Sister City Committee, and uh, that's why I've gotten to go over there before, and I've actually gone back quite a few times now, and I just love it. So uh, okay, what is I'm. Just out of curiosity, what does that entail? Like that you said, you're part of the sister city committee. What, what yeah. exactly is that? So it's all about connecting people um, in cities around the world. And um, started after World War II. President Eisenhower was like, you know, maybe if we get people to be friends between different cities, then we'll have war will be less likely. So uh, that's kind of the whole idea behind it. And you just kind of you know try to make exchanges happen and. Um, cultural exchange and educational exchange, all kinds of stuff. So it's pretty cool. That is really cool. Nice. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah. I know um, through like my experience traveling, like I've only gotten to go internationally a couple of times and it's only been in North America. So I've been mm-hmm. to like Toronto and Montreal and That's Guadalajara, cool Mexico. Oh, wow. Um, nice. Yeah. So gotten to a few different places but i would love to bounce on over to south america see what's going on there would love to go to europe um would love to check out like france estonia um london yeah there's like plenty of places on my list still absolutely well i'm sure hopefully once all this is over we'll have a chance to do some stuff like that again so yeah exactly well, so you mentioned that you actually have an album coming out in July, and um, I'm really excited because um, you are actually going to be premiering one of your new songs on the show tonight, yes. so I'm very honored, so thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes, thank you so much, yeah, we're we're thrilled. Um, we, we've been trying to just uh, release our uh, new songs in different ways. Um, as I mentioned, uh, the new album is by The Shaky Experience, my band. You can find us on Facebook and Bandcamp. And basically, uh, the new album is going to be called More Famous Than Food. It's 10 new tracks that are really good. Um, they're, you know, they definitely have a different style from what's really out there. It's, it's pretty abstract, pretty unique, but um, I don't know. I think that's what really makes it fun is giving uh, new things a different chance because life is all about change. So why right. not change up your music taste? Um, and, and basically, uh, yep, as I mentioned, we have uh, Earthquake Hands came out in April. Uh, 1989 Daydream is coming out this Wednesday. And then we're going to premiere our new track, which is actually going to come out in June. So we're getting a real sneak peek here. Uh, that's going to be called Chesapeake Body. And basically, that song is kind of about uh, growing up in the Chesapeake, the Maryland regional area. And uh, from my best friend slash drummer, Tom and I, bouncing back and forth from Baltimore to Denver to Hawaii to L.A. and back to Baltimore, we've, we've kind of been around a lot, even within our young lives. And uh, lyrically, that's what it's about. It's me on guitar, me on vocals, and then uh, Tom on backing vocals and on drums. So that's it. Awesome. Well, uh, uh, let's hear it. Here we go. All right. Yay. Turn the thunder I gotta 
some of your influences so it's so funny you ask that because um i actually am into a lot of music that is very different than my band um just coincidentally that's how i play um i i love the strokes like the strokes are one of my favorite band of all time um i love we are scientists um what else am i into um Arctic Monkeys, I'm just kind of into that, like, 2006, like, I don't know, indie rock revival, like, where there's just kind of, like, Franz Ferdinand and just, like, all these, like, English bands kind of, like, kicking it and, like, making these cool, like, tunes and stuff. Um, Definitely really into that, but I guess, like, in terms of, like, uh, other styles. I'm also really into Ty Siegel, um, Lightning Bolt. Uh, I, I enjoy Kid Cudi. Um, I enjoy some jazz as well. Um, I'm, I'm really into the improvi- improvised jazz, like just kind of like oh, yeah. uh, people really going at it, especially on drums. Like, mm-hmm. you ever see like a live performer yeah. of uh, just improvising? It's it's the best. Absolutely. Yeah, and is that what you're doing as well? I guess. 
Oh no, I'm nowhere nearly that good. I wish I could. <laughs> That'd be awesome. No, I, uh, I just kind of keep time. So, yeah. Cool. Um, well, so one thing that I, I always like asking people are, you know, do they have any book or TV or podcast recommendations? What what uh, what do you have? Oh man, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, yeah, so there is a book that I'm like obsessed with. Mm. Um, I just listened to an audiobook, um, I guess last month or maybe the month before when this pandemic was really starting to kick off. Um, it's called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Okay. And this book is really special because it. Uh, showcases how all obstacles can be presented as opportunities. So basically, like, the worst of the worst can actually be a blessing in disguise. And um, it really provided me some positive insight on how to really go about this pandemic. Um, Just kind of uh, drive myself into, like, a more creative direction, a more productive direction, opposed to just kind of um, just sitting in sorrow and like waiting for the world to end. Like, right. um, it's yeah, it's given, it's made me feel like there's a lot more purpose. Um, cool. So I would definitely recommend that. The Obstacles of the Way by Ryan Holiday, and he's actually wrote so many other good books. Um, Ego is the Enemy, uh, Stillness is Key, Trust Me, I'm Lying. All of them are really amazing, especially like for people that are kind of um, entrepreneurs or trying to create uh, opposed to just work for the man or whatever. Um, yeah. I think this is a really solid read for uh, that type of uh, person. Cool. Okay. I'll yeah. check that out. Um, yeah. Are you a big podcast uh, listener as well as... Uh... I- yeah, so I, I do listen to podcasts here and there. Um, I was listening to uh, Startup, um, so Startup by Gimlet Media, um, just kind of interviewing a lot of uh, founders and hearing their stories upon how they've created their company or how they've uh, made huge impacts within our industries and the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that really stuck out to me recently, I don't think this was Gimlet, I think this was... Um, uh, maybe like ABC's podcast or something. It was called The Dropout. Uh, and okay. basically it's the story of Elizabeth Holmes, which she founded the company Theranos. Are you familiar with that? No. Yeah, so basically Theranos was this uh, drug that was, or excuse me, it was a test that was supposed to um, uh, be sold at Walgreens and it allowed supposedly, for people to, like, check their blood, and it would give about, like, 100 results, I believe, of what the, um, if the test was positive, basically, if they had an illness or something was going on with them. Um, So it was supposed to be, like, this really big deal where it was, Mm -hmm. like, going to really assist to a lot of people's AIDS. And it turned out to be, uh, like, a scam, and they Mm -hmm. tricked, they tricked tons of people. They tricked, uh, um, what's his name? Oh, my gosh. Um, The guy from 30 Seconds to Mars, the guy from Fight Club. Uh, Shoot, I can't believe that. No, uh, my goodness. Or Brad uh, No, not him either. Holy cow. I'm <laughs> totally blanking here. This, is, okay. this is crazy. But yeah, anyway, uh, like, they, this really famous guy that I'm totally forgetting the name of right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, at least I think he's a Fight Club. Um, but the singer of 30 Seconds to Mars, uh, basically, he, <laughs> he, uh, basically gave her a shout out and like all these other famous people were just like this woman is revolutionizing our medical system and then it just all turned out to be fake and uh so i basically the moral of that story is that i highly recommend checking out the dropout podcast it's (laughs) fantastic (laughs) awesome well uh jared leto jared leto that's it okay cool yeah um any any television any television? Oh, yeah. Um, so I personally don't watch uh, 
I don't have like a television in my apartment, but oh, wow. um, okay. I guess Netflix. Uh, I just finished Waco. Um, oh yeah. This, yeah. Did you see that? I started it and I haven't finished it yet. Oh my god, unbelievable! Yeah. Like just such a crazy, compelling story. Um, just to see like how this guy essentially like created a religion and then like. Uh, had like a following of people and the US government kind of came in and like tried shutting them down and then they they ended up killing like 76 people within like this like massive raid of trying to uh, stop this uh, religion Davidians I think it's called and uh, it's, the story is just unreal honestly yeah. so really mm-hmm. getting to watch that uh, was exciting. What else? Easy is another series I've been watching. I, I love Easy. I think that one's a really good one. And uh, I watched Tiger King. That was, that was yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> Joe Exotic, yeah. I love that. Everybody's yeah. been watching that. Yeah, so the, those have been uh, my recommendations. Awesome. Um, I'm just curious. So I actually love asking people this, especially strangers that I don't know. Uh, What would you say, if you had to say anything at all, is your claim to fame? Like, what was your 15 minutes of fame? Oh, man, I don't know. So, Um, like, for example, it could be something like, just so out there, right? Like, basically, you were featured in your high school's newspaper one time, or, like, you know, uh, your cousin cousin is like a movie star actor or some random thing like that yeah i was um i was the daytonian of the week um for uh you know the dayton.com newspaper so that was pretty cool um yeah that might be that's pretty great what what uh what was that about what was the reasoning behind that um, well, I'm on a committee with the, the author, <laughs> and okay. uh, we're, we're both on that Dayton Sister City Committee, and I'm the chair of that, and uh, so that's kind of the the service that I do for my community, I guess, and um, cool. yeah, so what about you? Like what that. would yours be? Yeah, so mine would definitely have to be winning the prices, right? Mm. Um, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, nice. I... Yeah, so when I was 23, um, I won a couple of trips, some money and a camcorder uh, when I was on the show. And, um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. I got to meet Drew Carey and Aisha Tyler, and uh, I got more than 15 minutes of fame. I think I got like an hour, so yeah, <laughs> that was Absolutely. Fun. That's really cool. Well, so um, how, where can people go to find out more about you and your band? Yeah, for sure. So uh, you can find us on uh, Bandcamp, which is going to be The Shaky Experience, and then Bandcamp. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, The Shaky Experience, again. And then you can reach out to me on Instagram for my travels, acting, podcasting, radio, and band, which my Instagram is going to be at James Lane, 1989. And I would love to hear from you. I... I find strangers in general just so interesting just yeah. seeing what people have to say because life is so short, so, like, why not just interact with people, you know? Absolutely. Well, um, I uh, usually like to ask people to maybe share some uh, words of wisdom for uh, people on making it through the pandemic. Do you have any uh, advice? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so my advice is... This is temporary. Um, I know a lot of people are sick. A lot of people are dying. It's a very scary time. But the reality is, is we can't change things that are out of our control. If this is out of our control, like you, the person listening to this right now, you can't change this, and I can't change this either. Uh, So, you know, just uh, worrying about what you can control in your life focusing on that, focusing on the objectives that uh, make you, you, that bring your identity is what is really important. Because if you just focus upon, oh my God, what CNN is saying, what Fox News is saying, what MSNBC is saying, 
that's going to do nothing. That's literally going to just cause you more grief and uh, despair. And instead of doing that, I would just recommend uh, taking control of what is in your life, making it as productive and proactive as possible, and just keep on pushing for whatever your motives are. Like, if you have a dream of being like a Hollywood movie star, or if your dream is to just, I don't even know, be a janitor, whatever, like whatever it is that you want to do, uh, I would just highly recommend focusing on those, uh, those points and just trying to find the resources that will push you in that direction. I like it. Well, that sounds like great advice, man. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, thanks so much, too, for taking the time to be on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was an amazing time. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's been great talking with you. So. Likewise, yeah. All right, cool. well, take care. All right, have a good day. Bye. Yep, you too. Bye. All right, that was a lot of fun. That was my uh, interview with James Richard Lane, and um, it was really cool just hearing from him and you know talking about music and all kinds of stuff, really. So um, I think that's some good advice that he shared. Uh, that what I would definitely recommend people follow. And um, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. So uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, please do follow or subscribe and maybe even leave a review for me. That would be much appreciated. And until next time, take care, everyone.